guys, I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And welcome back to Book Talks, a podcast about books that we talk about. Every week or so, we're picking out a book, posting our reading schedule on Instagram, and then post the episode after we finish the book. Make sure to follow our Instagram, Book Talks Podcast. For anybody listening to this, uh, this is our first time doing a podcast, and if this is awful, we'll work on it. Just, 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 <laughs> just bear with us on this journey. The book we're discussing today is Say You Still Love Me, a novel by K.A. Tucker. So, why did we pick this book? Hmm. Well, we, we picked it because in New York. <laughs> I picked it because it was like the first time I was someone who's like actually of age to like be in love. Like I'm always reading these damn books about like these 16 year olds falling in love. I'm like, I need somebody who's older. So yeah, gives me hope for the future. <laughs> what we didn't have to fall in love in high school and make it last. <laughs> that didn't happen. It gives me something to look forward to. (laughs) Although she did fall in love at 16, so what am I saying? Maybe we missed the boat. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow, that just dashed my hopes for the future. We can do like a brief synopsis, um, like just to set the stage. Uh, There's a girl named Piper who's very successful. She's 29 years old. She's going to be the VP, actually she is the VP, at her dad's multi-billion dollar real estate development firm. I'm literally reading off the back of the book. (laughs) I was like, wow, you're so descriptive over here. (laughs) No, but um, she's she's thriving, except that she's dealing with some bad male energy at her firm. And we haven't gotten too much into that, but it's definitely a theme running through the chapters. But at the same time, we keep flashing back to a camp called Camp Wawa. She was 16. She met a guy named Kyle. We think they fell in love, but something happened. We don't know what. And now he randomly showed up as a security guard where she works, and he won't talk to her. Guys, what is going on? Are you sitting in the back? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, that was totally just awesome. That was good. I feel like this, like, the beginning is a lot of, like, I feel like it's hinting to the end. Like, there's so many, like, there's beginning pieces and ending pieces, and you're just like, how does this all work? Like, like, how did she end up living with, like, two of her camp friends? Like, isn't that wild? I don't know. That was kind of wild to me. I was like, how did this happen? But I guess that's going to be explained. I mean, I guess. I wouldn't know since I never went to camp. <laughs> but I guess you become really good friends with people. <laughs> I went to camp for a week, and there's, like, really strict rules at camp that are, like, don't make purple. And they say, like, girls are red and boys are blue, and you can't make purple. Oh so <laughs> I wasn't finding my true love at camp. <laughs> yeah. Um. So camp is not as magical as this book is making it, but... I guess we could look at the characters first, and then we can kind of, uh, I guess, dive in. I don't really, I again, this is our first time, bear with us, but... So, okay, when I was writing out the list of characters, there are a ton of characters, and I'm kind of having a hard time keeping them all straight sometimes. There are so many of them, and they all have the most basic names, like, ever. <laughs> like, I cannot get over it. And the only people who have cool names are, like, the insignificant characters. (laughs) Like, freaking Gus, the security guard. Like, do I really remember who who Gus is? Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, Gus and Trip. And and Trip, you don't even, like, read about him in, like, the presence. It's always, like, past tense. Like, Piper always just refers to him as, like, this jerk that she works with. But, like, we never really, like, deal with 
trip yet. Yeah. So but it's just annoying. His, yeah, his, his name. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna forget Trip, but like Kyle, I'm gonna forget Kyle <laughs> and David and whoever Ashley's boyfriend is. I don't even remember. Freaking Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are these names? It's just like go down like a baby register's name. I was like, hey, this one, look, this one works for me. Most popular names in America, 2001. <laughs> I mean, I generally struggle with remembering names in the first place. But at least, like, put an extra A at, like, Krista. Like, make it, like, Krista or, like, Christy or something. <laughs> Krista. <laughs> something to make it spell weird or Ash, like, something. But they're all just, like, Ashley. I'm, like, literally, like, I have to, like, go back into each chapter. And I'm, like, wait, so this person is, and they're all the story, all the people overlap in the stories because you go back in time, back and forth. So you're, like, wait, are this is this the same person or are they just get a new name, new basic name in here? Yeah, so when we discovered that Piper moved in with her camp friend, Ashley, I did not realize that was her camp friend until, like, halfway through the chapter. And then I flipped back to the Camp Walla chapter, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is this, is this the same Ashley? <laughs> and that was me, too. And, like, the same with them. I'm like, oh, they live together. I'm like, And then also they, like, hate each other, hate each other in the beginning. So you're like, how? how? So, yeah, there's a lot of confusion, I guess, in the beginning. But I feel like as I run on, it made more sense. Yeah. I definitely like Piper. Like, she's definitely giving me, like, this powerful vibe. Everyone in, in the book so far, like, well, all the people she works with think that she's a spoiled tart. And I don't really get the vibe. I get that she's, like, entitled. But I feel like she knows how much money she has. And she's like, doesn't take advantage of it. That's true. I marked several places in the book where I kind of feel like, she acts like a spoiled tart <laughs> but then also like okay so I guess the reason I'm not super pro Piper right now I'm like kind of pro Piper I like when she puts people in their place because she knows what she's talking about but at the same time if I worked at her dad's company and he promoted her to VP at age 29 when there are more experienced people who work there I think I'd feel like a little gypped and shaded so i can see where people are coming from when they don't really like her even if maybe she deserves it like she's also only four years older than i am and i am not equipped to run a multi-billion dollar company <laughs> i i i can see that but i also just like really hate trip so i like kind of don't feel bad for him that's true like, just the way he acts towards her, like, just kind of infuriates me as, like, a woman in business. I'm like, this guy is just a jerk. Yeah, he is. But, Definitely. so maybe I'd have, like, another, like, another character's perspective of, like, even our other female. Like, I feel like they, they haven't explained any other females at her company besides yeah. secretaries. Yeah. Well, are there any other females at her company? There was that one woman who, like, ran wherever they had the permits for. Like, when they needed the permits, is like, a woman who was in charge of it. Oh, but right. Pick up on it that. wasn't like yeah, at okay. her company, but like it was another woman in like business. But I, yeah, I, I guess it's like hard to see. I see your perspective in real life. It's hard to see that perspective in the book. Yeah. If that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Trip. I'm not supporting Trip. Oh my gosh, they put two P's in the name Trip. They could have done Krista. They said Trip. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot get over Mark and David. So David, for those wondering, is the ex-boyfriend who's ex like pretty egotistical. Oh, that's right. Ex-fiance. Piper's ex-fiance. Um, 
No, well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like with the characters, because there's so many, I'm just mixing them up. Like, David and Mark are not the same person, but when I read about one, it takes me a minute to figure out who it is. In one of the chapters, it was like David was giving Mark something to do, and I was like, wait, who's telling who what to do? <laughs> I was so confused, but then I'm like, oh, like Mark's the assistant. So yeah, Mark's yeah. Mark's Piper's assistant at work, and then David is her ex-fiance who also works for her, and is like the son that her dad never had. Yeah. So his da- her her dad was very upset when she broke up with the engagement. I'm kind of upset too. I like David. I kind of like David, too, and I was kind of scared to say that, because, like, I don't know, like, maybe she doesn't need a man, like, she's independent, but I kind of like him, but maybe he's a jerk. I feel like we need to know more about him, because you just kind of, like, referenced that he took a boys' trip to Las Vegas, and you're like, but what did he do on the boys' trip that's so bad? Because, I mean... She hasn't said that he's cheated on her. The only reason she said they broke up was because, like, what, he wanted her to quit her job or something... And she realized they weren't compatible, which like, yeah, okay, don't tell her to quit her job. I get that. But at the same time, I feel like he's one of the only guys in this book who has like held his own against her. Like they're, they're on very equal footing, which I like. And I feel like he's like actively like nice to her. Like he told her dad when Trip was being mean to her, like kind of don't understand her hatred towards him. Like, I, I kind of like David. I kind of like them together. I kind of think I like him better than Kyle at this moment. So I guess the two yeah. important characters basically in this whole book are Kyle and Piper. It's like their love story that their, the book is kind of about. And they meet at camp. So like it's the book is constantly flashing back from the present time at 29 years old in some city that we don't actually know what it takes place at. <laughs> and then it flashes back to this camp at like 16 in upstate New York. So that's why we think the city's near New York, but we don't mm-hmm. we don't think it's New York because it's not big enough to be in New York. Yeah, we're still that's still like if you guys know what city this is in, like let us know because we we've been we've been torn about it all day long. So we tried googling it and we cannot find a clear answer. So. I think it's a fake city. Probably. I just kept envisioning New York. So I, I was very sad when we learned it definitely isn't New York because the population is too small. She's but. picturing our office. She wants to fall in love with our security guard. Oh, I do. <laughs> I, do. Uh, I think it's Gus. Gus sounds nice. I feel like this guy's more her father than her actual father. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Gus is nice. Looks out for her. She always talks about how she has this great great relationship with her father, and I'm just like, where? I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her father's always off with young 20 and 30-year-olds, and she's like, oh, my father's so great. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not picking up what you're picking up. <laughs> if I, my dad was running around with 20 years old, I would just, I would like disown him. <laughs> We have Piper, we have Kyle. <laughs> so Piper is the main character. We have Kyle, her like love interest at 16, who shows up randomly as a security guard in the office that she works at and her dad owns the building. So basically she owns the building. He shows up. Mm-hmm. Ashley and Krista are her roommates slash her best friends from camp. But at this point, from chapter 1 through 8, they are not all best friends at all. Right. There's Mark, who's Piper's assistant, which it's like pretty significant like i feel like they mention it multiple times that he's a boy and her insistent i feel like they like make that noted i guess i think they describe him as attractive too so i'm wondering if there's gonna be like i don't know maybe she'll try and make kyle jealous with mark or maybe mark likes her i don't know we'll see 
But the, and they also mentioned that he's he was possibly gay though. I was like, why? What are they getting at here? But um, intrigued to see what's further. Then David, her ex-fiance, whose office is, like, literally directly across from hers. And I feel like he's kind of, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know where his story will lead him. Like, I feel like it would serve the same purpose if they just, like, mentioned she had an ex-fiance who she worked with. But, like, they keep bringing him up. Yeah. So, curious. And then there's her dad. Kieran, her dad has a cool name, but he's in the story, like, three times. He's, like, mentioned a lot, but he's only in the story, like, three times so far. Because he's running off with 20 and 30 years old women. So he's got a busy life, guys. I feel like she talks about the way her dad looks a lot. <laughs> Does someone say daddy issues? She describes her dad so many times. <laughs> like every time her dad walks in the room he goes oh yeah dad's not wearing a tie today like and then he'll like, go into detail about like his like heart attack he had two years ago and you're like and now he's super fit <laughs> <laughs> i think she actually called him a silver what did she call him a silver fox oh, no i think, I think david did, did. Oh, maybe oh, she did. did i don't remember one of them called him a silver fox <laughs> I, like, I hope she didn't that'd be really kind of weird i want to find that now <laughs> I really hope she didn't call her dad a silver fox. <laughs> then there is mom, Callaway. Do you know what her mom's name is? All I no, all I've gotten is a Callaway because when her mom calls, that's what shows up. But oh. I don't think we've been given a name. I don't think so either. I hope it's not Ashley too. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> names both ca- main characters is Ashley. <laughs> well, how many Ashleys can we fit in this book? <laughs> It's going to be like The Bachelor. We're just being like, Ashley I, Ashley C. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Trip, who is just basically there to show that she has uh, she has to prove herself in this company of basically all males. And she's like a female and basically been handed, handed this job. But she's always wanted it. Um, I feel like, yeah, she has been handed this job, but I feel like she's also grew up like to be, have this job. And I feel yeah. like if she was a boy, if she was, like, her dad's son, it wouldn't have been this big of a deal. True. True. It would have um, just been naturally passed on to him. It would have just been assumed. So, I I guess that's what I also my stance. I'm like, oh, I think she earns it because she has always had an interest in her father's company since she was, like, seven. Yeah, that's true. There's her brother, her, her actual brother, who does not own the company. Um, He's off in, where, Thailand? Um, I think he got back from Thailand, and now he's maybe, like, in... Portland. Uh, he's a hippie it's and he really wants nothing to do with his father. Yeah, wrecked. He almost lost his trust fund, but thankfully he 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 held on to that thing. <laughs> Gus, who's security guard, and then uh, Ivan, who is <laughs> who's moving. <laughs> So just forget Ivan. <laughs> Ivan's like in the first couple of chapters and then they're like, just kidding, he's moving. <laughs> they have to make room for Kyle. I know, uh, I know, I know. We want to talk about the first chapter. Well, I guess we kind of okay. have, but I guess we can talk about the main points. So I guess, to you know, we are reading, so it's Tuesday. Um, we read chapters one through eight. We're going to do eight chapters every two days and then discuss them. So at this point, we've only read chapters one through eight. We don't know what the rest of the book has in store for us. Um, We're going to go to chapter one. (laughs) Should I just, you know, read chapter one starting from the first page? Um, I would probably recommend reading this book before we talk about it because if we're probably gonna give away like everything the chapters have in store, so um, yeah, like so before you listen to this, read chapters one through eight for yes. sure. Okay, so let's go to chapter one. I mean, we've kind of covered a lot of chapter one. 
Yeah. It's just basically establishing that Piper has assumed the VP role in her father's company. A lot of the men in the company, specifically Trip, do not like that. I found the page of the Silver Fox. It's page nine. Oh, God. And it was said by David. Oh, too so bad. So sad. Yeah, it basically just gives a vibe that she's living in a man's world at her company, but she's going to change. She has, like, very big aspirations to change it. Um, so they talk about her and David's engagement. They talk about why it ended, which... But basically, yeah. David wasn't the one for her, she believes. That would be yeah, a really big plot, twi- plot twist. And, like, she just turns around and just, like, after all of this whole book about, like, loving her camp crush, and we, like, flash back to all these camp stories, and then she just, like, marries the guy from her <laughs> who sits next to her in the office. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it was all just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> they were meant to be together this whole time. Maybe. Um, which, like I said, I don't hate him yet. I can see maybe that he's egotistical. Um... And, like, maybe she's annoyed how close he is with her dad since she has daddy issues and she wants to be her daddy's favorite. <laughs> I think that's also a reason why she doesn't like him. I think she's yeah. jealous because he's a male and everything her dad wants basically her to be. Yeah, that's true. She basically, like, just has, has doesn't, like, have much respect of the people below her, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, I get it, but also it's just, like, unfair to her, but... What are you gonna do? She has to prove her way. Um, there's a line that I think I think it's in chapter seven or eight where she told Trip to like shove a golf stick up his ass, and I love that part. <laughs> and her dad's like, "You're not gonna earn much respect saying that to people." Uh, that's fair. That's a fair comment. It made me like laugh out loud. I was like, I wish I had the guts to tell some guy to stick a golf club up his ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is being a jerk to her, and. He schedules his 1 p.m. golf every Friday. Like, that, I could see how that would be very annoying. That would make me so mad. And I didn't even think it was, like, allowed. Like, isn't that during the workday? <laughs> to give a background, me and Marissa are accountants. So reading is not our first, like, we have not studied reading. We, we have not <laughs> studied English. So we really don't have, like, any um, professional opinions here. These are just, like, what our, what we think. If you don't agree with us, we'd like a good banter. So any disagreement, let us know. Don't like fight us that we're, we're so like un- Don't be like, well, this is the protagonist. Like we are just doing this for fun. Um, we just like to read a lot, and we're both stuck at home during quarantine. And we thought this was a really cool idea. And we just both like to talk a lot. <laughs> okay, so yeah, chapter one ends with basically giving us all that background, and then. All of a sudden, she sees Kyle walk in or out of the building. I guess it was out. And he just walks away. Like, she calls his name, and he just keeps, like, going. Like, he doesn't even give her the time of day. No time of day. And it's so funny, because she's, like, it kind of looks like she's up top, because she, like, is running the world. And he's, like, we don't know what he is at this point, but, like, he's just, like, in this building. And he's ignoring her. So you're like, why is he ignoring her? But And they mention in the chapter one that she is dressed to the nine. And looks great. So and even the, worse that he ignored her. And apparently all the boys she worked with always like stare at her, which is very... I didn't like that part, but... I yeah. guess I, you can give her a point for confidence. Yeah, but um, she basically said she's not going to change the way she dresses just because these guys are lewd and stare at her. True, I forgot about the part. Yeah. She just gives off 
I think she tries really hard to be a powerful person, and I think it's working. Okay, so chapter two flashes back to Camp Wawa, which I, like, really hate the name of it. Like, they could have picked anything <laughs> else. Like, Camp, like, Pinecone would have been better. Camp Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> Where everybody's named Ashley. <laughs> so, her mom went to this camp when she was, like, a kid. It sounds like her mom did not come from money. So she wants her, like, daughter to be grounded, sent her to the sleepaway camp to be a camp counselor all summer, and she is very much out of her element as, well, I guess you could call her a princess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, I feel like you said something good, though. You said, like, even though she knows she has money, like, she knows it, so she doesn't necessarily use it to her advantage or rub people the wrong way with it because she's made aware of the fact that she has something other people don't. And I think her mom kind of, like, noted that she, like, has tried to instill that in her. But, like, all throughout camp, she's always, like, oh, like, she like, kind of hides that she has money. And, like, yeah. sometimes she lets it slip up, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Everyone's like, why are you apologizing for, like, speaking about yourself? But yeah, she's pretty much at a camp with kids who don't have money at all. Like, I think half of the people who work there, like, have to work there to say, like, to make money for, like, the summer. Yeah. Whereas she's just there to, like, her mom basically just sent her there to, like, be grounded. <laughs> <laughs> to be a normal human being. So she rolls up in a Porsche. She talks about going to Europe with her friends. And these other kids are like, yeah, I needed the money to apply for college. <laughs> But she did, she doesn't let them know this. So she... Right. <laughs> it gives you a vibe that the camp is just like your basic like cabin camp. Yeah, she gets dropped off. She meets Krista and Ashley. Yes, and, and then Krista kind of runs the show at this camp, um, and no one likes her. And uh, um, Piper's stuck in a cabin with her. Oh no! This chapter, chapter two, just ends with her mom still being there. So. It, what, oh, she says, oh, I see, it's going to be the boy with the mohawk, is it? And the faux hawk. <laughs> Piper goes, it's a faux hawk. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about wait, look, the way Kyle is described and the fact that Piper's, like, head over heels for him. Not just Piper, like, all the girls <laughs> think he's all that. So he has a faux hawk, which is, like, a big red flag for me. But do we know what time period this book takes place in? So Camp Wawa takes place in 2006. Okay. I still, the Fohawk, I really don't think, was it in 2006? I don't know. How old were we in 2006? 11. Uh, yeah. Not, I just Google image Zac Efron in a Fohawk, and it's not as bad, like, on Zac Efron as it is on everyone. So maybe he's, like, maybe Kyle looks like Zac Efron. Should we picture Zac Efron? I mean, I'm okay with picturing Zac Efron. <laughs> maybe a taller Zac Efron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but, okay, so actually, but he's not described as Zac Efron. We're just picturing him as somebody different because he's just not attractive to us. <laughs> um, yeah. They he, say he's tall and lean, so that's good, I guess. Like, he's, like, kind of described as, like, wears tight jeans, has tattoos, has a lip ring, with the faux hawk. Minus the faux hawk. I just, I'm going to cut out the faux hawk out of my head. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get the faux hawk. But we're, we are seriously questioning her taste in men at this point. Um, but yeah. she's 16, so we can't falter for that yet. 
I guess the lip ring just bothers me because, I don't know, every time she talks about kissing him, which we haven't gotten to yet, I start to wonder if that would either A, hurt, or B, be annoying. Yeah, but. does it hurt? If So, for those who have lip ring or have kissed lip rings, does it hurt? Yeah. Please, What's let, that like? please let us know because <laughs> I've never experienced. I feel like it can kind of be like you and you kissing your braces, but I didn't do that either. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Also, can you guys just tell me what it's like to kiss a guy? <laughs> it's been a while. We haven't left our houses in months. <laughs> okay, so that was basically chapter two. Basically, she gets to camp. Her mom's like, I went here. I love it here. I know the chef. Um, she meets Kristen <laughs> and Ashley. <laughs> also, they show up again in the Porsche, like Marissa said, and everyone's like staring at them. And this girl's wearing like this sundress, and everyone's there in like some gym shorts and a t shirt. Everyone's like, Who is this girl? <laughs> yeah, wore a sundress on her first day of camp. She didn't nice. get the memo. She thought it was gonna be like a horseback riding camp. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ashley wore Birkenstock sandals on her first day of camp. Look at her. She definitely gives me the hippie vibe. She was cool before it was cool to be cool. Yeah, was Burks even popular in 2006? When did she write this book? Do we know? Uh, well, it was copyrighted in 2019, but I don't think that means anything, does it? doesn't oh. mean she wrote it or even published no. it, because this could just be a different, like, um, edition. True. Yeah, I don't know when this book was written, but... Um... I don't know if Burks were even popular in 2006, but we'll just go with it. But yeah, given so the vibes of people, Krista, I keep getting Krista and Ashley confused. Krista is like head counselor. She's kind of a stickler. She rooms a piper. No one likes her basically in the beginning, and she because she she rats on people. I don't think she's given like the vibe that she's loyal. Um, and Ashley's really nice. Gives her a tour of everything, really hippie, and she has a lot of freckles and this, like, kind of wild red hair. Yeah. So let's go to episode three. Episode three is, um, they're back, back, in, the in, back in present day in the city we don't know. Um, <laughs> and Ashley is moving into her penthouse suite that they have. Yeah. Um, Must be nice. Yeah, her dad just her dad just gave it to her after her um, ending with her ex fiance. He's like, "Hey, I, I have I have a penthouse suite. You want it?" And she's like, "Sure thing, Dad. Why not?" <laughs> Thank you, Silver Fox. You. <laughs> I think it kind of sounded like she was like questioning if she should accept it or not. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and Krista already lives there. I don't really know what Ashley does for a living. Do you? I don't think it says. But Krista works at a steakhouse. She, like, runs a steakhouse. Yeah. Bossing people around still, as we see. Well, yeah, it said Ashley had a psychic. Um, she has a psychic. But, yeah, they get this couch from a psychic that they really, they talk about for, like, a whole page that smells like smoke and pee. So, they have a penthouse suite with a pee-filled couch. So. Okay. <laughs> They all seem like very not the same people. Like they're very d a different uh, type of people, kind of grouped together. It kind of yeah. reminds me of you, you, me, and Lily, and how we're like kind of different but like mesh well together. Yeah, I was trying to figure out which one of us was which one of them. <laughs> I don't think we like. There's not a parallel like person. So basically, chapter three is just like the three of them 
back in the apartment, reunited. It kind of showed us that they, like, maintained friendship over, like, I think they said 13 years that camp has been since. Which makes sense, because 16 to 29. And they live in one big apartment, and they basically just get drunk and, like, reminisce about their time at camp. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And she says, she tells them that she ran into Kyle Miller. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, no, what did you say to him? And she's like, nothing. I saw the back of his head, and he ran away from me. Yeah. Okay, so chapter four, we have, we're at camp again. We're, we're back in 2006. So we're back at camp, and they are now at the bonfire, where I feel like everyone's sizing each other up. Yeah. This is where we're, like, introduced to all the other campers outside of Krista and Ashley and Piper. And most of them are kind of irrelevant. Um, like, they're just, like, uh, they're not, they're not, I feel like there's no point in talking about them. Yeah, like, Marie hooked up with Carlos. Okay, the book never talks about Marie or Carlos ever again. Then we also yeah. have more, like, A names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the one girl that Kyle there? dated last year? What's her name? Avery. Avery. I thought her name was Ashley as well. I'm just going to write everybody as Ashley. Um, okay, so we find, well, I guess Eric's kind of significant. So Eric's Kyle's best friend at camp. But yeah, everyone like loves Kyle. Like every girl wants to see Kyle. Kyle's like ex-girlfriend's there. But I feel like she might become significant. Which one? Avery? Yeah. Yeah. But I like the set the scene of like Kyle, like some other girl, like kind of throws herself at Kyle, and he's just like not interested. He only has like he only keeps sneaking glances at Piper. Basically, kind of shows that Kyle is interested in Piper because he comes over to her um, during the bonfire, and he sits <laughs> next to her, and like they played this game, two truths and a lie, and she was supposed to go first, and then instead like Kyle like saved the day and was like, I'll go first, and then we'll go clockwise and like she was counterclockwise <laughs> so what isn't gonna go to her till the end real heroic move i would i would have been this like he would have won me over right then and there knight in shining armor <laughs> i hated her true truths and a lie it made me so uncomfortable i i don't understand why she did that are we gonna spoil what her two truths and a lie were i mean I feel yeah like spoiler alert this is her true <laughs> truths and a lie and please read it in your Piper voice. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it now. <laughs> I have two turtles at home. I'm crushing hard on Kyle. And I dumped my high school soccer team captain's ass for trying to pressure me into having sex. A, like, Ooh. the middle one, like, whatever, make yourself look awkward. Like, I don't know. I guess she's, like, telling Kyle she's crushing him. But, like, the whole captain of the soccer team's ass for trying to have me like like why are you saying you're gonna like about why are you talking about sex in front of your new co-workers and yeah like what what was she trying to prove she was warning all the boys she was like i will not have sex with you don't even try yeah well also it's weird that it came right after i'm crushing hard on kyle oh but like like sex is don't off expect the t- like, any sex for me but i think i like you <laughs> yeah, like, i like you but i'll dump your ass if you make a move on me <laughs> which i get like she's 16 like whatever but i feel like at 16 i was scared to even say the word sex like as even though if i was having it or not i wasn't gonna go tell like adults about it like they're yeah whoever's in charge of this whole camp is like literally watching her to say this and she's like <laughs> Also, like, she doesn't know any of these people, and you're about to spend your whole summer with them. Is that really what you want to open up with? <laughs> I, I was trying to think of what my two truths and a lie would be, 
And I I couldn't think of one that would be like cool enough, but it definitely wouldn't have been this. Um, yeah. So yeah, she makes a lasting first impression at the at the welcome bonfire. Oh, tells wow. everybody that she has crush and Kyle, which kind of puts Target on her back because I feel like every girl has a crush in Kyle. Uh, she said that she dumped her boyfriend for trying to have sex with her, which is is good for her. Good for her yeah. 16-year-old self for doing that. But it definitely would not be my first my first words to people when I first meet them. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's not like, hi, I'm Kayla. Like, I forgot my boyfriend trying to have sex with me. Like... <laughs> Also, I love the amount of detail in that. It wasn't just, like, dumped her boyfriend for trying to have sex. Dumped her high school soccer team captain's ass. Like, okay. Lots of details in that sentence. But Kyle eats it up. I feel like he really liked her. And he had a bet on it, and he lost the bet because uh, he didn't guess her, like, why. So, basically, she played a bet with Kyle. She won. She embarrassed herself in front of everybody, but Kyle still really was a fan of it. Well, okay, I think there's foreshadowing happening, but I can't be for sure. What do you think they're foreshadowing? The whole thing about the armed robbery. Kyle's two truths and a lie, his his were lame as well. Like, his second year as a counselor at Wawa, okay, even Piper knew it was his second year, and she just got there, so that wasn't really, like, come on, Kyle, be more creative. <laughs> then he got caught up in an armed robbery, and then he got his fifth tat last month. As it turns out, y'all, he only had four tats. So. <laughs> if I was ever involved in an armed robbery, I wouldn't tell people that either. So maybe they're perfect for each other of sharing facts they shouldn't be sharing with others. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. So he, they say the armed robbery thing here, and they don't give any details about it. So, like, I was picturing him committing the robbery. But then later, they act like, he wasn't the one committing it. He was just a bystander. But I feel like we'll see. But then there's another line where her dad says something like, at least you're not dating a criminal. And I was like, are all these things connected? And like, maybe Kyle has a shady past where maybe he was a criminal. Like maybe the reason he didn't go to camp the year before was he was in juvie or something like that. I didn't think about the father's comment there. I, I marked it just in case. That does make sense, and Krista, I also marked this, said it was a lie. She said, no one else around here knows, but I do. And that story about the robbery, that was the real lie. Um, wow. She said technically it was the truth, but he left out important details. So that's yeah. why I'm like, okay, there's something going on with that, and obviously we're going to find out at some point. Should okay. we give our predictions now what we think is going to happen? We can. We can, let's like, wait till the end of like, when we go through all the eight chapters. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing we have to give is our predictions of what happened with the armed robbery. And then another prediction we want to give is what, how they got kicked out of Camp Wawa. And how Eric wound up in the hospital. Okay, so that was chapter four. In summary, be more creative with your two truths than a lie. Yeah, but it, and I guess the whole point of the chapter was that Kyle is definitely interested in Piper, and Piper reciprocates those feelings to him. Okay, chapter five, we're back in present day. Oh, her yeah, dad does come back in this more. chapter, and he says, I'm not going to risk losing uh, him over the sake of your ego. I guess that was kind of an incident where she was like a spoiled tart, mm-hmm. and he's referring to Trip. So I feel like it's kind yeah. of that like her dad kind of sided with Trip here a little bit. Yeah, I think, uh, so I think her dad had a good point. Um, I don't have it marked, but he told her that her job is to lead these people and to motivate them. 
and like picking a fight with Trip was not the way she was going to lead and motivate him. And I feel like that is a good lesson. Like you're not going to get along with everyone you work with above or below you. And so especially if you're the leader, you have to figure out how to be a leader. And I feel right now maybe Piper's just defensive and maybe rightly so Trip is a jerk, but like if she's going to lead him, she's got to figure out how to actually like make him respect her. And she talks about Trip he talks about Trip's loyalty to the firm, kind of how she has to earn it. And this is where her dad's like, you know, David loves you and she's like David loves David. <laughs> Which made me love David. <laughs> I really do like him. I feel like I shouldn't, but I do. He hasn't given me a reason not to like him. Even her story, even the reason she broke up with him, I didn't really uh, agree. Yeah. And he does seem to look out for her. And then this is when she talks about being the criminal. They're talking about someone she used to date. Oh, so yeah, you're right. He could have been a criminal. And she says, and she sighs heavily. Uh Uh-huh. Wait. Okay, this is interesting. This may not mean anything. This may just be like totally coincidental. But it says she sighs heavily. In her father's eyes, a man's worth is set by his family name, his bank account, and his shoes. There's a scene later where they talk about Kyle's shoes. Oh, so this chapter is the one where she goes. So Gus, the security guard downstairs, who's been there for, like, ever. Her dad, like, literally, I think, like, doubles his salary so he'd stay longer or something like that. And she goes down to Gus to give him a coffee to kind of, like, see why Kyle was in the building. And hold and behold, Kyle just strolls up in a security uniform. Uh, Well, first of all, he's going by Kyle Stewart now. I guess what was significant here was that Kyle just doesn't seem to remember her. He called her Sarah. Another basic name. Another basic name. Piper's so cute because she acts like it's a joke. She's like, oh, right, funny. She laughs waiting for his, you know, face crying smile. And I I thought maybe he was joking, too. And then it was like, nope, he's not joking. He kind of gave up a vibe that he was a jerk in this scene. I was like, shit, Kyle got mean. The chapter before this, Kyle was, like, going out of his way to flirt with Piper. And now he's like, wait, who are you? You wonder yeah, what what causes him to act like this to her. Okay, so let's go to chapter six. Because we're back at camp. 2006 yeah. and this scene like the beginning type talks to Avery about uh, Kyle and mm-hmm. Avery just kind of says that Kyle doesn't get close to anybody so it kind of yeah. gives you that Kyle's like this distance yeah and like definitely got the sense he's only looking for a fun relationship nothing serious and Piper doesn't give me the vibe that she's a summer fling kind of gal which is fine but Kyle is so are they going to be compatible and also the chapter and so it's just Ashley and Piper riding along in a golf cart. And before this, also, it was, like, noted that Eric, Kyle's best friend, thought that Ashley was cute. So, yeah. with the help of Eric kidnapping Ashley away from Piper, Kyle, like, jumps in the driver's seat of the, of the golf cart and drives away. And they yeah. drive to this, like, cliff. They are jumping off a cliff into the water. And it's basically noted that this is Kyle's, like, favorite place in the world. Mm-hmm. He has the coordinates tattooed on his wrist yeah so piper jumps off a cliff with him so she literally follows a boy off a cliff she's in deep like she her feelings are strong for this boy yeah yeah well i thought it was interesting that when he kind of challenged her to jump off the cliff she didn't really want to but then she's like oh well maybe that's the thing avery did last year so like that's what i have to do to get him and then she ended up enjoying it so it's like it was fine but also i was like come on piper be your own woman and then i feel like another important part was this <laughs> chapter 
she's she points out his shoes that they're kind of broken so he and it definitely yeah. like made him uncomfortable I'm, like trying to though no but i can see like <laughs> it's not particularly a, a compliment and like again piper was like over there being like oh I'm, i don't have money and then he's like you literally showed up he like knew the car model and everything he's like you literally showed up in this like i really doubt you're here for the money Paul her on her bullshit she makes him feel like a poor and then that's why he smokes and me and marissa are outraged yes why is smoking cool yeah it definitely was a turn off in my kyle department but i'm just gonna tune that part out because i want to like kyle this is also where they kiss and i'm thinking okay he was just smoking a cigarette and now like like if i was piper and i just and a guy who's smoking just kisses me i'd probably be grossed out oh and so this is also when they do that dare and they like he eats like nine packets of fun dip and she has one packet so her lips are red he's like i really like the red lips I also thought it was funny when she thought he was allergic to cherries and she like freaked out because I was freaking out too when I was reading that part and they kiss. I'm like, wait, he's allergic to cherries. Yeah. He's going to die. And then it was. It, and I feel like this chapter also brought up the fact that it doesn't seem like uh, Kyle's parents really care what he does. It brought up with the whole like cops thing and like his parents were like, oh, no, they, they were fine. They were like, cool that I was safe. And then it brought up the fact that he has a tattoo and he's like my parents don't care it definitely just showed the contrast between her parents and his parents they don't really seem to care what he does and her parents are sending her to camp to be a real person just more example that they're come different like completely different spectrums of the world yeah like he's there because he wanted to be she's there because her mom's making her and her dad said if you go i'll give you a new car now we're in chapter seven and we're back in present time she's with krista in this beginning scene she's really in a sad mood at this point it's like i think it's friday night and she, this is right after Kyle, like, forgot who she was or didn't remember her name. And she's, like, kind of down about it. But she won't tell Krista that she's down because of that. Yeah. She just kind of spends the weekend alone and be sad about herself. And then she comes in yeah. really early the next day looking hella fine with some red lipstick on. Because oh. she knows Kyle likes the red lips. <laughs> oh, Kyle. I don't know why I was kind of annoyed with her for coming in with red lipstick. I don't know. Like, that feels desperate to me. He must have really broken her heart because she comes off a little desperate. She does not care how she comes off to him. She just, like, she wants to, to see him for sure. And hella fine. Her, even her ex-fiance is like, why do you look so nice? Why do you have yeah. red lipstick on? <laughs> and she's like, don't walk too close to me. I don't want people thinking we're together. <laughs> John is that. Oh, and yeah. then she runs into Kyle again. Yes. She looks really bad after this interaction. Like, only because... He's making it very clear he is not interested in her, and she just keeps trying. She literally's like, "Do you want to get caught?" And he's like, "No, like we're gonna say hello and goodbye, and that's it." Oh, and she's like, and then she like looks out the window, and her dad's going on his date with his twenty-year-old, and who? She she calls him Don Juan, which is like <laughs> just another hint of like how. I, I don't how know. a stud her dad is yeah oh this is the part where she said <laughs> her dad's like i don't think being told to shove a golf club up his ass would motivate him so well <laughs> page 100 my new favorite page so this is the final chapter uh of our le- little reading sesh and we're back at camp wawa and this is when he like switches with every camp counselor to be with piper more right yeah he jumps into knitting to be with her and badminton. And he had the best camp activities. He had, like, had hiking and canoeing or kayaking. Yeah. Although I thought it was funny that he said he'd teach her how to knit. Does that mean he knows how to knit? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just being cocky. 
Another thing I oh. noticed is that she accidentally let slip that she met Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> yes, I marked that. <laughs> Excuse you, Piper. <laughs> and no one, know. like, everyone just looked at her funny, and she's like, oh, shit, read the room. But he tells her it's fine that she's not like Olivia. <laughs> Olivia's Miss Gasoline. Miss Sinoco. Uh, her dad owns gas stations. That's why they call her that. And she just likes to talk about her dad's gas station. What has happened? Um, well, they kissed again, and Krista caught him. Yeah, and she's like, don't kiss in front of those students. And, and uh, Piper's sash, they were Krista. And I think Krista's not used to it, because Krista's just used to yelling at everybody. So I don't... I think they're going to have a really big fight. That's my prediction. I think Krista and Piper are going are gonna to fight down of who's boss bitch. But, weirdly, this chapter ends with Krista almost looking out for Piper. Yes. So, like... Even though they're both boss ladies, Krista still seems to like, like, watch your back, Piper. Watch your back with Kyle. And this is when Krista was like, the crime. Uh, the story about the robbery. Yeah. That's the real lie. So I don't know if maybe Krista and Kyle know each other, like, from childhood, or just Krista has a sixth sense about him, or what's going on. In, uh, on page 110, she does say, asking about his father. So she does know something's up with his family. Um, and then a bat flies into their um, little cabin, and they freak out, and she doesn't see Kyle that night. And then we have stopped reading there. So we're going to read the rest and discuss next time. Do we want to answer some of our questions we wrote down? Yeah. Well, okay, here's the thing. When you suggested this book to me, I had the ratings pulled up, and I was like, Kayla, like, I acted excited for you because I love to pump people up when they're excited about something, <laughs> but I was looking at these ratings, and I was like, it's called 3.8, and, like, only 26% of those are five stars. Like, we're not even a third of the way to having five-star reviews. Like, <laughs> I, so I, and I started reading through them, and everyone kept being, like, disappointing, lame, childish, second-chance summer, and I was like, I, I don't know why Kayla wants to read this, but okay. But honestly, like, so far, I'm into it. Like, we're eight chapters in. I want to know what's going to happen. I don't I don't know if it's childish. I think it's a young adult romance. So I expected some 16-year-old childish humor. But I don't think it's, like, disappointing yet. Yeah. I actually didn't look at the ratings. I'm really bad about looking at ratings. <laughs> uh, I just went on Amazon and read, like, what it was about and I felt like it was kind of I guess relatable to us because we're like women in like business and we work kind of in real estate so I was like oh like it's kind of us I mean granted like we don't work at our dad's like billion dollar firm and we'd like <laughs> work our way up like normal people but um I guess it was like I wanted like a change of like I guess a lot of books I read always like girls need saving and I feel like she doesn't need saving like she has like she saved herself like she's she's on her own two feet she just wants love so I think yeah. that's why I liked it. I haven't read any of her reviews, so I really hope this book isn't a disappointment. But as of now, I kind of I like I dig it. I'm reading it. I like the way K.A. Tucker writes. Same. I'm intrigued for the rest of the novel. I if this works out well, I kind of want to read another one of her books. Same. If y'all have any recommendations on books, let us know. We are always looking for good books to read. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was question one. Do we, we like about Piper? I like her at this point. I mean, I think I can't really relate to her 100%. Uh, I like how sassy she is. I agree. I I feel like at least 
even if she got the job through nepotism, at least she is qualified. Maybe she's not more qualified than someone else, but, like, she knows her stuff. Is camp version Kyle hot? Uh, <laughs> no, but the Kyle I have in my head is, for sure. But I can't get past the Mohawk myself. I'm like, and the smoking. Smoke just a turn off to me. I will say, though, the dialogue between Kyle and Piper makes it, like, like makes him more attractive to me yeah he's becoming more attractive (laughs) he's he's coming more attractive as the book goes on and they stop describing him so i guess we should give our predictions on the robbery what happened with the robbery and what what gets him kicked out of camp wawa yeah i think they could get kicked out of camp wawa because they're like having sex and they get caught yeah i was thinking that too until it said that they got kicked out of Camp Wawa and Eric ended up in the hospital. And I was like, wait a second, how is Eric involved in this? Maybe they were like supposed to be watching out for him and then they weren't because they were caught up in themselves and they like got hit by a car or something. Or maybe he was like, he jumped out of the water and then they were having sex and then like he was like drowning because it was the tide was so strong at night. I'm really reaching over here, but I think sex is involved. I mean, I definitely think they will have sex. That's why Piper is so stuck on him maybe oh do you think he was her first yeah i don't think she's had it yet at this point oh oh piper oh kyle oh man (laughs) i don't think she has yet because remember she dumped your boyfriend for trying to have sex with her that's true i didn't know though if she was just dumping him because like she wasn't into him but i guess it makes sense I think she pointed out, she noted that she wants sex. She doesn't want sex to be like with her soulmate, but she wants oh, it to be important. That's right. She said she wasn't waiting till marriage, but she was waiting for the right one. Yeah. She wanted to like meet yeah. something. So she's a virgin. So I oh, think wow. her, her being stuck on Kyle 13 years later um, oh, yeah. has something definitely to do with that. So I was going <laughs> to say, I think they get kicked out. Uh, and maybe the way Eric gets her is cliff jumping. Like, maybe they get caught. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be one epic night. It is. The robbery, I, I I think his dad did it. Yeah. Until you mentioned that thing about Krista asking about the dad, I wasn't thinking that. But now I'm thinking the dad's involved. But, okay, so I think we're done with the first eight. Let's read the next eight and discuss on Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I'm excited to read the rest and get some answers to the questions and to discuss more well i hope you guys enjoyed this and i hope you enjoyed this book thus far and we look forward to having more discussions with you guys